Well, welcome again. And I just wanted to uh, keep going with the series we were studying in um, Genesis following the life of Abram and uh, how that's working out. So I'm going to read from chapter 18. Uh, can you, if you want, you can follow in your own Bibles at home. I, but I don't know what the page number is for that. Mine's on page 13. The Lord appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre while he was sitting at the entrance to his tent in the heat of the day. Abraham looked up and saw three men standing nearby. When he saw them, he hurried from the entrance of his tent to meet them and bowed low down to the ground. He said, if I found favour in your eyes, my Lord, do not pass your servant by. Let a little water be brought and then you may all wash your feet and rest under this tree. Let me get you something to eat so you can be refreshed and then go on your way now that you have come to your servant. Very well, they answered, do as you say. So Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah. Quick, he said, get three sayer of fine flour and knead it and bake some bread. Then he ran to the herd and selected a choice tender calf and gave it to a servant who hurried to prepare it. He then brought some curds and milk and the calf that had been prepared and set these before them. While they ate, he stood near them under a tree. Where is your wife, Sarah? They asked him. There in the tent, he said. Then the Lord said, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already old and well advanced in years, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, After I am worn out and my master is old, will I now have this pleasure? Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Will I really have a child now that I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah was afraid, so she lied and said, I didn't laugh. But he said, yes, you did laugh. Well, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And I just want to share uh, two or three thoughts that I've been having about this passage over this week. Today uh, is Mothering Sunday, or at least this is going out on Mothering Sunday. And of course, um, one of the things about Mothering Sunday is that it originally started as an opportunity for the servants of the great and the good in the Industrial Revolution to go home to the churches from which they had come in the villages where they had grown up and worship with their friends and family once again. And that, uh, I suppose, is ironic uh, that uh, we're not able to do that at the moment. We're not able to be uh, around with one another in the ways that we want to. And relationship is really important. In fact, there's a deeper sense here, isn't there? Relationship or the lack of that intimate relationship between Sarah and a child is, is the thing that's uh, standing between her, I suppose, and this great relationship with God. It's the thing that seems to bar her. In the last uh, couple of chapters, we've seen how she has identified that her relationship with God ha has prevented her or somehow is getting in the way of um, uh, having a child. It's the Lord who has prevented her uh, from having a child, we read. And then we read at the beginning of last chapter that it was another 13 years after the incident with Hagar. So in some senses, we've got a lot of sympathy uh, for where Sarah is, but she lacks uh, that intimate relationship and her lack is expressed uh, like that. She's still waiting for this, this great gift. In fact, we read now that she's beyond the age of childbearing uh, and so we're into a different phase of life for her uh, and that's gonna be difficult. 
But into this story, it start, uh, the story starts with Abraham welcoming these three visitors um, and he recognises them. It's fair enough to say that we've had enough experiences of or appearances uh, between Abraham and God for him to recognise them. And he falls to the ground and worships and calls them in the Hebrew Adonai, which is only uh, used of God. Uh, and he welcomes them into his life. In fact, he shares what he has with them. There's no access. There's no there's no bar to access here. He's sharing the things that God has given him uh, to, to be with them. He gives them food. He refreshes them. He, he washes their feet. He, he makes sure that these guests are honoured and welcomed and are as part of his household as they can be. And that's a wonderful thing, actually, isn't it, to, to think that uh, God can be part of our life in such an intimate way. Intimacy and relationship are quite important themes in, these, in this story and are important themes for us at the moment. But then uh, we find that he's part of this. He, want, he watches to see what they will do and he, he wants to be part of seeing what will happen. And the Lord asks him, where is Sarah? He brings up he brings up this this plan, this promise that he's he's made for them. And it's quite uh, it's quite interesting, isn't it? What is God's plan? What is God's promise? I don't know if you've been asked yet by anyone. Are you religious? Um, it's a bit of a question that I try to fob off, if I'm honest, because you know that I'm quite flippant. Uh, and I tend to say, no, I'm not particularly religious. Uh, are, are, are you? Why aren't you? And um, actually, that's quite true, because um, sometimes what people think by am I religious is that uh, do I spend my time all day in a church and do I spend my time reading lots of words of liturgy and um, saying things that I don't really understand? Uh, and I wonder if that's their view of religious. But the root of the word uh, religious, those medics amongst you will know, is it's the word we get, uh, the same word from ligature from. And religious means to tie myself to the Lord, to tie myself to God. Um, and so religious is to tie myself into his plans. Abram welcomes God into his life and his life is intimately woven into God's plans. That's wonderful, actually, isn't it? That something beyond us is, is going on. There's something above uh, the situation that we're in. At the moment, he's living a life of uh, quite a few mistakes. And uh, we've looked at those over the last few weeks. And possibly he's also trying to compensate or, or constantly feeling that he has to uh, look after Sarah. And actually, as a church, we should be. That intimate sense of relationship and motherhood is something that doesn't happen for every, every woman uh, and it doesn't always work out as we imagine it might do in our kind of sort of glossy Netflix pasted world. But God is interested in bringing us into his story, the relationship that he wants is to trust him, uh, to see what he would do. And, and is there anything that is impossible or too difficult for God? Well, no, it isn't. And we have tied ourselves. If we tie ourselves to God, we tie ourselves to somebody who is above all of this. He can only come uh, as the Lord and judge these things and have this honour because he is something other uh, than us. He can only do these things because he is above these things. He's able to manipulate and change these things. Uh, and in their life, in, in the life of Abraham and Sarah, it works out through the blessing of a child. Sarah's laugh is uh, well recorded as being sarcastic, uh, but God is forgiving and gracious when, <laughs> with our doubts, uh, as he is with our sins. But he draws them into this life where we can be assured 
uh, that there is a future, that there is something that God is doing, uh, that we can be part of it and that we can know that comfort even in the moments when it seems bleak. So I hope that's a hopeful, I hope that's a, a, sort of a message of, of, of hope. I found it quite an interesting story to read this week. Uh, and I hope it's something that we um, can use uh, and apply to our lives, that we do have a God who is, uh, has got a story. Uh, we're not at the end of it uh, by any means, uh, but it does mean that we need to take care of one another. Uh, we need to look beyond sometimes the situation we're in uh, and we need to trust and welcome God into our life. I hope that's helpful. And I look forward to speaking with you uh, again. I'm very awkward doing this in front of a camera, but I'm going to pray. Now, Heavenly Father, thank you for everyone who uh, is turning and, and thinking about you at this moment. Thanks to my brothers and sisters in this church and all the families around us and all of the people uh, that are, are looking to you. We pray that you'll be kind. Bless them because it's your kindness that leads to salvation. Uh, so help us, save us, protect us and remember and to remind us to love one another. Amen.